What's going on, everybody? Uh, start by saying this. Look, man, it's finally April 2021. Actually, uh, April the 6th, but nevertheless, we're in April of 2021. Four months into 2021, uh, things have been tumultuous since the year started, but uh, here we are. Uh, a good year after COVID started. The orange man is out the office. We're trying to move into some sense of normalcy. Now that we have a multiple vaccines out for COVID-19. While there may be vaccines, continue to be safe, social distance. And for the most part, let's just uh, take care of ourselves and take care of those around us. Speaking of that, man, uh, things have been hectic so far this year. I mean, you see what happened at the Capitol. You've seen the crazy stuff that uh, people have been doing on social media. Celebrities left and right getting to all sorts of trouble, breaks up, breaks up, breakups, and all sorts of uh, little things coming to light. We finally have some things that we can hopefully look forward to when the year actually gets going, come time for the summer, hopefully. Then more importantly, we can actually look towards the future and say, I think I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And that's all we can always hope for, believe for, push for, but nevertheless, guys, Welcome to an episode of Realist Talk. I'm gonna get into some things. I discussed some things here and there, but uh, more importantly, we just gotta continue to be blessed for one another. So let's get into it. Realist Talk. And let's get into it, man. Look, first off, I'll say this. Uh, I would recommend you to go see this movie. It just came out. I've been waiting since I was a kid to go watch this movie. All that, you know, dreaming about what could happen, this, that, and the third. But anyway, I recommend going to see Godzilla vs. Kong. Why? I done seen it like twice. Finna watch it like for the third time sometime this week or whenever I get back to it. Cause I mean, one, I got HBO Max. So that saves me from going out anyway. Watch it anytime I feel like it when I pull it up on the PlayStation on my phone. So yeah. Two, I recommend going to see it because if you just let yourself get lost into it, I mean, it is right there. You get to see giant monsters fighting each other, just that and the third, and all the little nuances and little story details and this, that, and whatever else within itself. And number three, it's guys like King Kong. I mean, that's like the biggest sell. Right there. Now, thank God for my for the kid, the inner kid in me, that they moved it up from May to March because I'm like, well, this could be one of the biggest hits of the summertime, yeah, for sure. But thank God they moved it up. That's me and got me even more hype for it to like go watch it. So I'm like, cool. But yeah, man, I recommend going to see that because look, I try to watch some other stuff. 
that came out movie wise and also on HBO Max. I tried to watch Tom and Jerry, really couldn't get into it, just felt off to me. So I'd rather be off watching the, the actual TV show than the movie. But that's neither here nor there. And also for this month of April, man, uh, go check out Mortal Kombat too. And that is the number number two, but T O O. Go 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 check it out. Check that out when that come out on April the twenty third, man. Like, I mean, what it, it sells itself, people. Who would not want to go see both those movies? You can watch Godzilla vs. Kong right now, and like I just said, April twenty third, you can watch Mortal Kombat. It's the title of both those things sells itself. Like I'm just waiting. And by my time, because when once Mortal Kombat come out, my attention is gonna be on that. Look, I woke up early in the morning before I had to go to work just to watch Godzilla vs. Kong when I tried to stay up all night waiting on it to come out at midnight. But lo and behold, the shit didn't come out at midnight. I had to wait till like three, four in the morning just for it to come out. But I fell asleep by then, so I ended up watching it before I went to work. After I went to work and all that good stuff, came back, watched it fully, uh, full undivided attention, and I enjoyed it for what it was. And that's that. So, yeah, we got the time to go see Godzilla vs. Kong and go watch Mortal Kombat when that comes out April 23rd. Moving on from that, uh, not not much else out there going on, man, but in in the world of celebrities and Stuff like that, man. First off, the stuff with Quavo and and Sweetie. I will say my opinion first. Things happen in relationships. Couples go left. Couples go right. They can go up. They can go down. And couples break up. And with them, I know shit might glitter in front of the lights and cameras and all that stuff, but behind the scenes, you don't know what's going on with them people. They, they just like us. They, they go do ups and downs and stuff, but the more stuff that comes out between them, it's like, well, be more beneath than more beneath the surface than what's shown on top of the surface, if you know what I mean. I mean, I'm pretty sure everybody saw the elevator fight between them that came out just recently, even though that they said the footage recorded like last sometime last year. Why why release it now after they've broken up just to add more fuel to that fire and have some more stories and narratives spinning out of that for whatever unnecessary reason. I mean, I understand, you know, trying to grab some headlines and get some publicity off of it, but goddamn. Let them people be. They they went their separate ways and been done with it. It's cool, whatever. It is what it is. I get it. But hey, it's also life. That man, the way I see it, she was that man for a come up. I don't I don't care. Look, I I did watch some analysis videos. I watched the shit with DJ Academics and all that stuff. Read about read about it. But the way I see it. She used that man for a come up. She made some songs here and there and whatnot. Got some notoriety off of it. Then look who she was dating. 
She was dating Quavo of the Migos, who who can also be seen as like the lead man of the Migos, even though they are related. But that is, yeah, she's that man for a come up. As you can see, that man did nothing but get a expensive gifts from Birkin bags to a fucking brand new vehicle and whatever the hell else behind the scenes we ain't see that he probably got a. You you could probably say he was simping for, her, but look, if you love somebody, you you gonna do your absolute damn damnness for him at any cost. So it don't even matter at the at this point, really. If he decide and say he wants to get all that stuff back from her, cool. I mean, no need to keep mementos of each other. If you if she telling me take care, like all right, give me my shit back. But hey. If she decides to give it back voluntarily and willingly, then by all means, she's just trying to cut that out from her life and move on. Then that's that is all fine and dandy too with it. But hey, either way it go, either way it goes, they did what they could for each other, and that was that. Mm, simple, nothing more, nothing less. Just moving on to the next thing. And just like with this next thing, the same thing with Kanye and Kim Kardashian. I mean, seven years of marriage, four kids, I believe, if not five. I mean, I think four kids. Yeah, four kids. I mean, same thing. The way you... It started out lovely, something beautiful, something magical, maybe, between them. And behind closed doors, what could be lovely can also turn out to be scenes. Kanye with his bipolarism, Kim doing her best to help him out with his episodes, Kanye having to deal with her family and all that stuff, and Kim with his bullshit. It's like oil and water. Some shit just don't mix. And if you try to force the shit to mix, you're going to get shit. And that, that's what happened in the end. Now, for the kids' sake, just, just if they were trying to reconcile one day, then cool. Do that. Do it not for themselves, but for the kids. But not that they do it for the kids. They got to look at each other and sit down with each other and talk to each other like, hey, I, I believe and think we can do this. Work this out. Not for our sake, but for the kids' sake. You don't need to have a a, a separate, uh, two separate homes for, for the kids, you know? One parent here, one parent there. I mean, the reality of the situation is that that, that happens in the real world. The shit happened with me. I'm not complaining about it, but trust me, it happens, and that's okay. Nothing wrong with that. If they feel like they they done all they could to try to reconcile and whatever, and they exhausted all the resources and options, cool beans. Let's move on. Let's do something else. But things like this happen in life, people. Everybody, everybody don't have happy endings. Some couples can last 70 years together. 
they got their ups and downs, but shit, at least they work it out. Nowadays, motherfuckers barely last two minutes. But hey, things happen. That just that's just the nature of the beast. Times have changed. And social media don't really do much to help with that the help with that narrative of finding true love nowadays because back back then you got you gotta just worry about the person's family. Now you gotta worry about twenty thousand other people in ten million comments on who right wrong how this should have went, how that should have go. I mean shit. At what point do you like to do the two people in a, in a relationship just have time to like communicate with just between them two one on one without outside interference? You know, yeah, you can have that uh, capability to block all that stuff out that y'all don't need to be looking at or adhering to or just seeing on a daily, but it's like. Like damn. Now you got people thinking, oh man, we relationship goes like shit no. I I'd rather go the route of yeah, I'd rather be miserable than try to be relationship goals like any other couple. Fuck that. Like I'd rather have my own goals. I, I don't need I don't need to have relationship goals like oh man, look at them. That's relationship goals. Yeah. Look good on the outside, but when your ass on the inside, it's looking like Iraq. It's looking kind of crazy. I don't know, man. So that, 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 that's that. That, at the end of the day, that's their business. I'm out of it. I'm staying out of it because I've never been in it to begin with. Besides what I see and read in articles about it, that, that's about it. Whatever they had going on, cool. It's over and done with. Now I'm talking that for both couples. I know it's more out there, but I'm just using those two as those two couples as examples. But yeah, man, I'd be damned if a bunch of people up in my shit. Look, I'm gonna feel bad if Michael B. Jordan and uh, what's the face break up. Not because I'm I'm shipping for them or shooting for them or whatever, or wishing them all the best. This is a simple fact. You got to look at her track record. Let me look at his track record too. But you see how? Uh, what, what is? What, God damn it! Uh, I keep wanting to say India, but it ain't that. It damn sure ain't that. Anyway, I just know it's Nugget and Turtle. But anyway, look who she dated. Now look who she with. I mean, you look at. Who he dated, you look who he with now. You're like, what the fuck? So, everybody rooting for them. Then you saw Megan stay and came out and showed off her, her man. Hey, wish him all the best. But I feel like down the line, something gonna happen. Some shit finna go left. And every female finna hop on that shit and be like, it's finna be a hot girl summer again. Watch. So, ain't no telling. I, I wish celebrities just kept their relationships on the on the down unless 
Unless they came, because paparazzi and all that be popping out of nowhere, this, that, and the third. But, hey, it's kind of hard to nowadays in the, in the world of social media. And back then, you can keep it on the low unless you just pop out like, yeah, this is my uh, significant other. Hey, how you doing? But that's the way the world, or the social media world like that. I, I wish the best to all those lovebirds out there and their high-profile relationships. If they last, if they last for however long they love decide to last for, I say at least more than five years, then congratulations to them. I, I give you your flowers. I give you everything in the world. So there's that. Just like Takashi. That nigga's that nigga on some shit and he he's singling out, I guess. I mean that bitch Jade used that man for like a damn show come up. Yeah, she stuck by him. Supposedly, I guess. He was locked up and all that good stuff, but now look. Look what I get you. Nothing. Now you just back to square one. But with these celebrities as a regular ass person myself, why should us common folk really care? Because look, it shows you all that money and stuff they got. Don't mean a damn. Just make them miserable. They go to the same problems like us. But to them, it's, that shit is on a higher scale, and I'm glad for it. It just goes to show the common folk that having all that shit don't mean shit at the end of the day. Yeah, use that money and all that stuff to Buy you something to make you feel good, but you're going to go home, lay down, be miserable, and just be thinking, I don't want to do that shit. And that's a bunch of money. Hell, I could look at a broke nigga, or I could look at a homeless person. They could be happy as all fuck knowing everything around them ain't nothing but shit. But I'd rather take that, sh- that shit joy instead of be... Instead of, yeah, I should join instead of being miserable and rich any day. And that's on my mama. And that's on me. For real. Hell, I'm, I'm happy enough. I can just drive a hoopty from point A to B and sometimes C. So, But that's just me. So, yeah, man. Hey, things happen, but uh, take a Quick break. Right, right. More Rollers Talk. Talk about some sports, baby. And we are back with more Rollers Talk. And, uh, let's get into the sports. We just wrapped up the men's NCAA tournament tonight. Uh... Heartbreak, triumph, crushing defeat in the highest of high. Gonzaga, for all its its glamour and glory, went down in a heap and ended their run what was to be undefeated, turned into a not perfect season that didn't end with a ring. Nor a title for Gonzaga. 
Ramey, how you go undefeated the whole tournament? The whole tournament, Ramey. And you lose the big game. Now, not to say that Baylor wasn't going to put up a fight, because they damn sure were going to put up a fight. But, bro, man, how you go undefeated the whole tournament? I'm talking, you got to win. You got to get seeded before you even get in. You got to win that. You got to win your conference championship and put yourself in that consideration. You got to make it to the round of 64, the round of 32, the Sweet 16, the Elite 8, the Final Four, and the last two. Right, man, how you get to all that and you lose with it count the most? Come on, son. Come on, son. I mean, I I get it. With everything crazy that has happened in the Final Four, well, the whole NCAA tournament with Loyola, how you say that? I mean, they are automatically like Cinderella's anytime they get up there. But when you have someone like Oral Roberts who made it to the Sweet 16, and y'all make it to the and Gonzaga, Gonzaga, y'all make it to the last game and lose. I had a better chance of putting money on Oral Roberts to at least give Baylor some goddamn competition. Cause I don't know what the hell I saw tonight watching that. But hey, it is what it is. Them boys get it, put their heart out there, and they get it all on the line tonight. So that's that. And it's done. You can even win it back next year, hopefully a win. Or most of them guys, if, if they don't decide to declare, and if they ain't juniors or seniors and they don't declare for the draft, then, yeah. But uh, shout out to Baylor because they did the damn thing. They won. Won it all. They made it through the round of 64, 32, 16, 8, 4, and won it all. So congrats to them boys. Maybe they run it back again. But somehow Gonzaga is the the be-all, in-all favorite for next year. I'm not – I, I want to say I'm I'm buying that, but I'm not buying that. Hell, y- y- y'all should have known – I should have known when Stephen A said he was betting on Gonzaga to win it all. That right there told me, oh, y'all done, y'all done messed up. If he predicts something, just just know the team he going for losing every time. And, 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 it's, and it's no wonder he never made it to South Beach for an NBA final. Because he, he messed up. Every time he opened his mouth to pick for a team, they end up losing. And I like the personality that is Stephen A. Smith. Don't get me wrong. When he picks a team, they lose. And it, it's just unprecedented how many times he's been wrong. You can barely remember the time he was right about the team he picked. It's crazy to me. And he's a Nick fan. And they're actually doing okay this season so far. That's a surprise to me. Speaking of the NBA, I mean, you got a juggernaut in the East with the freaking Nets. 
the Sixers are actually showing signs of life. Embiid was on a trail to win MVP. He can probably get himself back in that race. Hopefully. Hopefully. The Bucks are doing the Bucks. Who else we got over there that's doing good? Uh, I mean, like I said, surprisingly, the Knicks are up there. The Celtics are at the bottom of the barrel. They, I mean, they ain't scraping, but shit. Oh, yeah, you got the Hornets showing out. And they let go of Kendrick Perkins, not Kendrick Perkins, uh, Kimber Walker. You gotta like, the fuck is going on this year? I mean, in out west, you got the Jazz at number one. I ain't saying that's shocking, but they playing some complete basketball right now. And we all thought the chemistry between Rudy and uh, Donovan Mitchell was gonna be off, but it ain't. So that's surprising. Number two is the Suns. Chris Paul makes a fucking difference. I don't care who you is. Chris Paul makes a difference. This man literally came from OKC, had them, had them, I, I believe, at the, I want to say the AC, I don't know, but they had Chris Paul on OKC last year, pushed the Rockets to a seven-game series. Now he's with the Suns. And they are number two in the West. That man makes a difference. No matter what people or his detractors may say about him, Chris Paul makes a difference. And it's you can see it. And it sucks to say, just imagine a prime Chris Paul back on the Lakers in 2012 when we had Kobe, Paul Gasol, Ron Artest, Andrew Bynum for what he offered us. Just think. It's just like, come on, man. Come on. I want to say number three. I can't think of number three, but I want to say it's the Clippers. And I believe it's the Clippers. I mean, Clippers doing Clipper things. They added Rondo, but they got to get championship or bust this time because, I, look, let's put it like this. Every team is championship or bust who make the playoffs. That's, that's neither here nor there, as always. But with the Clippers, they supposed to do it last year. But my Lakers... Knock that out the that the equation by doing what we had to do. We put up our part. The nug the Nuggets came in and derailed the Clippers, and the Clippers just assed out. But hey, it is what it is. My Lakers won last year, but here we are this year at the fourth seed. Here's here's my problem, and I and I am not tripping on it. I. I in my opinion, I wish we would have ran with the squad we had last year. Added some pieces that we needed and kept some kept some some of the pieces we had last year. I know it don't work like that. It's business. Cool, got it. But this year, I'm not saying we asking out, but we was on a hot streak. LeBron got hurt. AD got hurt. When AD went down, everybody else and LeBron had to step up. Now LeBron got hurt. Everybody else needs to step up. Can we do that? Hell yeah. But we need to show out that we can beat teams over 500 and actually put up a fight when our two stars are out. Because that would be better for us in a long stretch of things. So, hey, y'all need to, hey, we got to set our stars out so we get them guys good for the playoffs. All right, cool. But if we lose to teams better than us over 500, that ain't going to do nothing for us at all. 
So I'm like, damn, what can we do now that LeBron and AD is out? We got to step it up in some form or fashion if we going to come back and repeat. Because if we go go up against the Nets in the finals, look, in the seven-game series, I, I see my team going 4-1. and one. We getting gentlemen swept because them boys is too tough. They might not have depth. Like, we got depth, but shit, them, bo- them Nets boys too tough if, if all three are in. And hell, who's to say? One one might just like decide to be on the bench and be fresh as hell to come out for the second half or for the second unit and just be kicking ass and just dropping thirty, man, maybe forty on us in the playoffs or in the finals or whatever. And the Lake Lakers, even in my team, we we can't match up against that. Who guarding KD like that? Yeah, we could put K- AD on KD, but guess what? If KD beat that man off the off the dribble and off at least one or two steps, it's done. It's a done deal. And KD is an automatic, efficient bucket. KD with his size and his wingspan, he is damn near an automatic bucket. This man could, if he wanted to, he could at least average twenty five to twenty seven points per game if he wanted, or for the season if he wanted to put it like that. Then you got to think. James Harden, if he wanted to, if he don't have to come up and try to score any chance he wants, he can be a great facilitator for the Nets. Look at it like this. When Chris Paul went down, when he was still with the Rockets, and James Harden had to step up, look at it, look at it like this. James Harden went on a fucking tear. Down there getting triple doubles and got had that 30-point streak going for him. I mean... James Harden is damn near a top-notch facilitator if he really wanted to be. And that's without him ball-hogging, as everybody thinks and claims he is. It's the truth and nothing but the truth. And Kyrie, hell, Kyrie could be a goddamn facilitator if he wanted to and still get his and still get his points per game. Come on, man. Yeah, they got Blake Griffin. He could be a power four or work in the center. Hell, they got LaMarcus Aldridge, too. He could put him at the power forward. God damn. They just beat all kinds of ass in the playoffs, maybe. And then they got, uh, I want to say his name is Claxton. I was just watching the video. That's their secret weapon. As uh, Don 2K pointed out, I mean, look, if he wanted to, he could come in and do his thing, get about 15, 20 points or whatever. The Nets have weapons. They defense kind of like suspect as fuck because they align all the highest amount of points per game. Like a, I think it's like a hundred and something points per game. It's and it's like, oh my god! Like, like this is really happening. So yeah, so it was all crazy, man. Look, then if you want to round out the West at the bottom, I mean, look at it like this. Look at it like this. You got your Mavericks. You got the Blazers. Uh, who else? I can't say the Rockets because they just assing out. They just assing out for real. And I feel bad for the Rockets, but things have changed. And that's just the lay of the land right now. That's all that is. Uh, 
I'm trying my hardest to think because like I can see it, but I I cannot put in my mind who can bottom out in the West. So it's crazy, but NBA is is wilding, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's going to be a fun playoffs this season. And ain't no telling what's going to happen. But moving on past the NBA, man, in the fighting world, the UFC's golden boy got to get his rematch on because Dustin Poirier and Conor McGregor are going to run it back July the 10th. So that's going to be a barn burner. Hopefully he made his adjustments. He can make some adjustments and get back in there and get back on the winning track because his last win was against Donald Cerrone, and that was the last year, January 2020. So, yeah. Uh, also, the USC is coming out of Jacksonville. Tickets have sold out. But those resale tickets are looking kind of nifty, but my black ass will be either working or going on a trip to Miami, enjoying myself, but who knows? Who knows? We'll see how that goes. Uh, also, it's modern sports-related news, uh, if you want to call it that. AEW is coming up. This Friday for a non-televised event here in Jacksonville that I'm going to attend called the the, the house is full. The house is always full. However the fuck it's called, but yeah, man, I'm going to that. Uh, also, just just Stanford women, I believe, won their NCAA Final Four tournament this past week as well. Sunday, I guess there is on the Wildcats, so that is good. But uh, the NCAA got to do real better when it comes to disparity between the men and the women because the shit I saw at the weight room, while yes, comically and laughably looked at across the board on social media, yeah, it was funny, but when it come down to it, like, come on, man. Y'all talk, if everybody talking about equality and all that type of stuff, we, we got we to gotta do better on all fronts with that. That, that shit was just laughable. Like well, like they don't think women lift weights and do shit like that. I'm 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 pretty sure not all women be lifting about forty fives every damn day and shit like that. But I'm pretty sure the women could do more than what was shown and saw for their weight room. That shit is pretty pathetic. I mean, the guys had all the top notch Olympic style weights and shit. And guess what? Their day final four finale wasn't even close like the women's, but hey, here we are. Here we are. But man, that's my that's my random sports. I'm pretty sure some other stuff I got in my mind brewing, but uh, hopefully the NFL comes back real soon. I know it ain't to the fall, but hey, a brother can wish because Monday nights be looking kind of dreadful right now, but I can make do with what it do for right now. So yeah. Hey man, we're gonna take another break. Be right back more oil of talk. Da-da-ba. Uh 
uh, follow me on social media on Snapchat at your boy Rel, Y-A-B-O-Y-R-E-L, or on Instagram at J underscore Rel, J underscore R-E-L. Also on Twitter at Keeps It Rail. You can follow me there, and I'll be there mostly on Instagram and Snap, but you can follow me, guys. Black more Rebels talk, having a little bit of audio issues. I'm trying to get that worked out, but uh, still persistent. But I'll try to have that fixed for the next episode. But man, look, time for some miscellaneous talk. If you are between the ages of 21 and 30, and 35 or older, look, man, you guys need to start investing. Start saving some freaking money. Start investing your money in some stocks and in your savings account for the future. I say that to say this. Living paycheck to paycheck ain't going to cut it. Those high price salary, I can't say high price, but those high salary jobs that some of you guys may work will not last forever. If you have pension plans, retirement plans, 401k, keep that stuff. Let the money sit there and add up and build up over time until you retire. That money will always be there for you guys. I promise you that one. I know that for a fact. But if you guys are young, man, start investing your money in stocks and stuff. Because, look, them stocks are going to be around for, I hope, what seems to be a long time. Unless something drastic happens with the economy, then we all just going to be sinking low. So much for the the modern-day roaring 20s. We're going to be hitting back to the, the Great Depression days of the 30s, looking like some ass clowns. But, look, man, invest your money. Invest your money, not in the penny stocks, but those to those stocks that are viable and healthy. If you can afford to invest in, uh, I guess, uh, Amazon stock, do that. Some some stocks you may have that might last a long while. Like for me, for example, I got some stocks in some uh, pharmaceutical stuff because medicine is always going to be around. Some things are, are niche product, not niche products, but niche stocks. It's a small little niche, and somehow they take off. For example, just recently, that GameStop stock, it took off. Why? A group of guys on, on Reddit got together and decided, to, hey, let's just do something with it. But hey, it's, for the last time I checked, it was still up. If I take it. Gander at it right now. Give me about two minutes. Da-da-da. As of right now, GameStop is at 188.57. The highest that I seen it way back when was 3.47. And obviously, it took a stumble and dropped all the way back down to about 50. But right now, it's at 188.57. So, there's that. So, but look, man, invest your money, man. Save your money. Because you never know. You might need it for a rainy day. Emergencies happen. 
You just might not know. If something happens and you ain't got no money, you're going to be asked out trying to get credit cards or a loan or whatever the case may be. But yeah, man, please, oh, please invest. So don't be breaking your neck out there to try to steal from Peter just to pay Paul and and kind of find out Paul putting some interest on the money that you own because you out here stealing and doing the wrong thing with your money. And also, write out some goals for yourselves as well. Write out at least five goals that you want to do. Just go for all ages, really. But, well, I say all ages, but I, I mean from teenage to adulthood. Look, write out some goals for yourself because don't spend all your time, all your life trying to chase aspirations that, that seem out your reach or try to get to a place where you know you can't get when it comes to your financial situations. Don't don't try to be out here clout chasing and shit. Do shit that's within your means. And if it's within your means, con- control what you do and control yourself. Don't be, don't be out here looking broke and trying to scrape for that last dollar, that last penny. Why would you want to eat a four for four when you can have filet mignon but if a four for four is good for you, it's good for me. Cause, cause BS be honest, I'm not eating no damn filet mignon every fucking night. Let's be real here, folks. Put it like this. Money does not make you rich. Your assets and what you own make you rich, but money doesn't make you rich. It just gives you better options. If you got $20 and you can buy yourself a full course meal compared to the person with $5 who can only buy a four for four, I'm going to take the $20 because I'm going to give me a full course meal and that's going to last me a while compared to that four for four. But if I was a smart man, I'd take that $20 to buy a bunch of stuff that can last me a good while and still have me something left over with that $20 and buy me a drink. But everybody's different their money so be smart are you young people out there myself included I'm, I'm prone to make mistakes financially and all that good stuff but hey we all gotta be smart with our money it don't matter what age you are and it doesn't matter who you are or what you do we all just gotta be smart with our money and that was miscellaneous talks going to wrap it up for another episode of Relish Talk. Stick around. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, time has come for the end of that episode. Look, man, uh, I want you guys to have a good day or a good night or a blessed day or a blessed night whenever you're listening to this or if you even listen to this at all. But the way I see it, I want us all to be good. Stay safe out here. Remember, COVID is not over yet. I promise you that. It's not over. It ain't going to be over for a while vaccine or no vaccine 
even if you did get the vaccine, it's not going to be over no time soon. Remember that. Stay safe. Wear your mask and social distance, man. And be careful traveling to all these other places. You never know. Knock on wood, but uh, don't want nothing to happen to nobody, even myself included, or the people around us. Just being honest. Like I said, all you young kids out there, invest, invest, invest. Put your money in some stocks. It's the same, that same money you could be using to buy some stocks. It's the same money you can be using for your future. Instead of buying that, that same mundane bullshit that you like, for once in your life, use it for something else that's going to benefit you long term. I promise you. Maybe get you an IRA or something like that with your, with your bank or whoever, man. Or a CD. But anywho, man. This is a uh, real signing off from Rose Talk. Catch y'all later. I'm out.